program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Pat Dooley here. Sorry, I got a little something in my throat. Jeff Cardozo is out today, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Wednesday, we're still up in the air because it'll depend on what Florida does tonight against Cal, whether we are uh, on the air or not, because if they lose, I think the way it goes, we will not be on the air. If they win, we will be on the air. Uh, Friday, we are planning to do a show. Uh, there shouldn't be any problem. Florida volleyball against Kentucky, which is a huge match for Florida. Um, they they still have a chance to win the uh, volleyball SEC championship, but they have to win two in a, two in a row from Kentucky. Um, so, but I, I I don't think it'll be a problem. I think we'll be able to do the show as expected from the Hilton on Friday. So, just taking Thanksgiving Day off. That's that's the only thing we're scheduled to take off. Other than that, we're going to do shows every day. All right, so I'm sure you guys have a lot to talk about here today. Uh, you're going to have a new coach at the University of Florida, your fifth different coach in 13 seasons, your fourth coaching change in eight seasons. Uh, it's not good. This is not the way you build a program. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm scanned. It's not the way you build a program is to just keep going through coaches. One thing that has come up, and I, I've – there's a million things to talk about here today. One thing that keeps coming up uh, that I keep hearing is, well, look what Kentucky did with Mark Stoops. They gave him time. You know why? Football's not what matters the most up there. Football is all that matters here. Florida fans care about basketball, but they're not passionate about it. This is the SEC. Kentucky's not is almost like a non-SEC team, and they care more about basketball. Football wins eight games. They go, what a great season. Football wins eight games at Auburn, Alabama, although Auburn would take it this year, um, and other places, Texas A&M, Florida, and they go, What do we need to look at a different coach? I mean, right now Mississippi State is getting ready to win eight games if they beat Ole Miss this week. Think about that. It's a blip. But at Florida, it matters. The... Post game, I will tell you the post game press conference with Dan Mullen on Saturday night. I was on that. I think I did ask two questions too. No, maybe I didn't. I think I know I asked a couple questions to Scott Strickland on on Sunday, but and I try not to get in the way of the regular media. I mean, I'm not regular media anymore. I am media ish. Because uh, I'm still writing and doing all this stuff, so I'm still media-ish. But I don't want to get in the way of the guys who have jobs to do that depend on deadlines and stuff like that. But the press conference after the, the game, it was amazing how Mullen kept bringing up that they had lost seven straight games in one-possession games. And I kept going, 
Is that a badge of honor? Why, why are you saying that? Well, nobody cares whether you're one possession or nine points. You lost. Losing games is what matters. But it was almost like he was saying it, and I don't know where he got the stat from. I don't know if he got it from somebody in sports information asked him to look it up or whatever, maybe on the flight up there. They had plenty of time on a bus ride, as we know. Um, but what – so what? You lost. And that's, I think, where he was kind of trying to say, we're, th- we're this close, and everybody's trying to say – the Gator Nation saying close isn't good enough. So um, it is what it is. <clears throat> There'll be a new coach at the University of Florida. And um, I'll talk a little bit later about who I think of. You know who's the Dan Mullen era kind of reminds me of a little bit is Doug Dickey. And Doug Dickey came into Florida, although although there are, there are huge differences. Doug Dickey came into Florida inherited a 9-1-1 team, totally tore it down, and then built it back up to be a great team, really. I mean, the 75 team is was a great football team. But couldn't win the close games, couldn't win SEC championships, and then it started to go downhill. And they fired him after the 78 season. Um, just three years earlier, they were – I, I think one of the great teams in Florida history, the next year was the fourth and dumb year, and then they started and then it just started to deteriorate. And it was a, I think it was different reasons why it did with under Doug Dickey. I think it that there was a he was dealing with a cultural issue that was, was a problem. I don't think that's the issue here. I think it's just that they aren't that good. They aren't that talented and I don't think they're they're they've been very well coached in some areas. And so what do they do? Of course, Florida. Take the special teams coach. Special teams have been a disaster all year. And make him the interim head coach. I, I don't know where else you would have gone. You already fired your DC. You have no OC. Your OC was the head coach. I, I don't know that they could have done anything different. But I would say this. If I was Dan Mullen and I was still the coach today, I would one of the things I would have presented to uh, Scott Strickland was a plan to get better on special teams because they, again in that game they were terrible again. You had a shank putt that gave them three points and luckily it was only three points. Putt out of bounds at the eight, your own eighteen yard line. Okay, now you can blame the punter, but this is a, a thing that happens with with Crawshaw a lot. Where he's he he'll have five putts, four of them will be really good. One of them was unbelievable, sixty-four yards, I think, with no return. Maybe it was fifty-four, but I no, I think it was sixty-four. But then you have an eight, eleven-yard punt that gives the other team points. You had a play where the ball hit off the helmet of Jamar Jamarcus Weston. Luckily, it bounced out of bounds. It could have been even worse. It's just always something. And here's the bottom line to me about what has happened here at Florida and why Dan Mullen's not the coach anymore. As he would say, and he's said it many times, it's not one thing. It's not one thing on defense. It's not one thing that are causing us to lose these close games. It's not one thing. That's the problem. If it's one thing, it's easier to solve. 
when it's everything and you don't know what's going to show up bad that day, it's not easy to solve. And Florida never could solve all their problems at the same time. In other words, whatever it was, whatever was a problem they solved, then another problem popped up. And this went on forever. I mean, it went on for for all, the entire four years. Now they were able to overcome those things sometimes, and they obviously, when you had generational talent, you were able to overcome them. I will say this: I, I feel bad in a lot of ways, and today is not a happy day. And any Gator fans who are happy aren't totally getting it. You should, if if you wanted this to happen, you wanted Dan Mullen to get fired, I understand. I don't personally agree with firing a coach with one game left in the season, a rivalry game with a bowl game on the line, senior day. I don't agree with that at all. Unless there is a reason that we have not been told by Scott Strickland, and that reason would be, Hey, look, we had to get in line for Billy Napier, or we had to get we had to get to a point where we could really go after somebody hard so that when this game's over Saturday, we can go right to work rather than all right, Saturday we're gonna make the decision on Sunday and now we start from scratch. I don't I, I mean, that's some that's a conversation with Scott that I'm sure one day I'll have with him, but I'm not having it today. But if you're happy, that that's no. It, there's no reason to be happy. This is a day to be sad. It's a day to be sad. Can can you imagine being uh, Dan Mullen having to go to your kids and tell them that you just got fired from the job that you thought this is where your kids were going to live the rest of their lives till they went to college? No, I know everybody can say he's making seven million dollars. It doesn't take away the pain. It's not happy for people that were grad assistants or, um, you know, you know, had different roles with the team and were getting paid and were had jobs. It's never, never fun. It's never easy to tell so many people you're out of a job. You may get rehired, but I don't know. We'll wait and see who we hire as a head coach. So there's a lot of sadness for me because I know how this thing goes sometimes. And how sad it can be. I wrote about this in my back nine, which is up on uh, WRUF.com. The butterfly effect, which is, the it's a basically a theory or whatever, but that one little thing that happens, a butterfly flapping his wings causes a tsunami and, you know, across con- continents in Africa. All right. Well, Marco Wilson was the butterfly effect, in a lot of people's opinion, throwing that shoe, and everything went downhill from there. Or you could just say, hey, look, when when Urban Meyer lost to Nick Saban in 2009, that was the butterfly effect. Florida has not been the same ever since. Just hasn't. Since that point, they're 95 and 57. That's 62.5%. And the reason they're 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 that low is because they keep having bad years. They have good years, and there are so many highlights, so many really cool things that have happened for Florida football wise. I remember the day in, in 
they beat Auburn at home and the place was going crazy. I remember the day they beat LSU and Joe Burrow at home. I remember the day they went to Starkville and won on an incredible gutsy call. I mean, I remember all this stuff. It, to say that this was not a an era where there was any fun is crazy. It was. It was. But the trouble is, it came down to the same thing that Florida has not been able to figure out, and that is how to keep your ceiling from getting too low, or your floor. I'm sorry, from getting too low. Florida's floors have been way too low. It was way too low with with Muschamp. It was way too low with McIlwain. Although there were different circumstances, and it's certainly way too low right now when you're sitting there at five and six. So all that, uh, I mean, I've got a million things to say, and I will. Um, we will try to partition them out slowly. We got a full phone lines already. Not surprising. We will take our first break, and then we'll come back, and we will uh, talk about everything that's happened. Obviously, football is going to dominate today. Uh, and no reason why it shouldn't. It is the, um, it's, 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 like I said, it's a kind of a sad day in the Gator Nation, but it's, it's a Gator Nation that in some ways is relieved that they don't have to deal with a, a coach that they never really warmed up to that much. Anyway, we'll talk about all that and more when we return. Pat Dooley going solo today. You're listening to the tailgate on 98 1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. Florida Gators interim head coach Greg Knox took the podium to address the media today. He says quarterbacks coach Garrick McGee will take over calling plays for the offense. Knox also says if quarterback Anthony Richardson is healthy, he will see the field against FSU, a game that will determine each team's full eligibility. Moving over to the court, Florida basketball takes the court tonight. The women's basketball team faces USC Upstate in the O-Dome, and after moving up to number 23 in the AP poll, Florida men's basketball will look to remain undefeated when they take on Cal in the Fort Myers tip-off. You can catch the game right here with coverage beginning at 7.55. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection of over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators!
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldenLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldenLaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, this is a good number for you. $80.6 million going to buyouts for head coaches in college football. $80.6 million. A lot of countries could survive on that. A lot of countries. Um, I did want to point this out, though. Florida just fired a coach who never lost to FSU, never lost to Miami, never lost to Tennessee. Three kind of big rivals. He also went one and three against LSU and two and two against Kentucky. And those were part of the reason why he is gone. Now let us go to the phones and get Dan's call. What's up, Dan? Hey, what's going on, Pat? You. Well, my question is, is it smart to fire a guy that, that had the previous three years at Mullen out? I, I realize that this year was a disaster. And then when you look at the pool of candidates that are available and attainable, um, possibly, I mean, maybe it'll be an upgrade, maybe it won't. Um, is is that a smart move, Pat? 
Well, it's funny because every time Florida has fired a coach, there's always been the argument that there's no great candidates. Well, you got to find a great candidate. I, you know, there there's somebody out there. I mean, there's been two no-brainers in the history of Florida football. Steve Spurrier was a no-brainer, obviously. Here's a guy who's had success at Duke. He's a Gator. He's a first Heisman Trophy winner. Um, yeah, that made that made absolutely 100% sense. Nobody questioned that. Urban Meyer, same deal. Everybody knew that, that he would be a good coach at Florida. Every other coach that they've hired has been, eh, I don't know about that hire. So I don't know that um, whoever they hire is anybody's going to be 100% on board with at the start. Um, look, it is – it was a program that was dropping and recruit. There was no reason to think next year is going to be any better. And I think that's where, you know, that's where probably Scott Strickland and, and big time boosters. I mean, Scott Strickland went to the game with Fred Ridley, who's the chairman of Augusta in a, in a private plane. So I made sure there were some conversations there, but the bottom line is um, it, it just wasn't going in the right direction, and it was only going to probably slip further down. Like I said before, they opened up with Utah next year. It's just going to get ugly again. It was going to get loud again, maybe. Well, I mean, it just it just feels like we're starting to become a Tennessee as far as the you know the, the coaching turnover yeah. situation. Serial fire. Um, There's serial fires right now. You just keep firing people because they don't they don't eat their peas. Right, I mean, I mean, we're we're eleven years in. We're eleven years in since since Urban Meyer left, and basically, I mean, you know, Mullen did have this couple of early first years here, but for the most of the eleven years, this program has been irrelevant. Well, uh, no, I, mean, I wouldn't say that. You know, I, the, the trouble is, nobody has been able to sustain success. Um, you know the. Don't forget, Will Muschamp was one fourth down play away from getting into the the national championship game. If if South Carolina, uh, Southern Cal beats Notre Dame, Florida's playing for the national championship his second year. Then it went off the cliff. Uh, same with McElwain. McElwain was in the championship game two straight years, and then it went off the cliff. And and there was a lot of other stuff going on there. It's almost irrelevant. But uh, and then same with with Mullen. Mullen. Three years, three New Year's Six Bowls, off the cliff. I, I don't know why Florida can't sustain success. And most of the time it comes down to recruiting, but sometimes it comes down to coaching. And it's a tough market. It is a tough place to be a head coach. Oh, yeah, there's no, there's no question about it with the expectations. I mean, hopefully whoever they hire, Pat, is going to understand how to recruit hard and, and get results in South Florida camp and some of these other places where there's major high schools that we seem to not we, we that we're missing on right now in florida with, with real talent you know i mean do you, get, do you have any idea who, what, what would be your top three candidates if, you know that you would pick well i i would be guessing like everybody else is right now and that's all anybody's doing educated guesses some on it, uh, not very educated guesses yeah, but who would be your top three picks is i guess my question I would uh, I would probably put Napier in there, um, Billy Napier, uh, who I think is going to get some look, a look from them and also from probably from LSU. Um, here's a, here's my problem with Lane Kiffin. I, I know a lot of people have brought Lane Kiffin up. There is no evidence that he can recruit. Nobody's seen any evidence that he can recruit, and that's that's an issue for me and because that still is the main okay. problem at Florida. 
I would put I, I like I know that uh, Bill O'Brien is a name that is people have brought up. I'm not overwhelmed with that. Bobby Stoops is a name that people have brought up. If he's interested, I certainly would be interested in him. Um, you know, uh, but there's not a slam dunk. It's not like hiring Steve Spurrier or Urban Meyer. There's not somebody out there I go. Not a, there's not a splash hire out here we're no. going to go get. No, and and there's no. there's a lot of guys. I don't that, think Mario Cristobal is going to leave Oregon for the Gators. Eh, he might. I mean, to get to, to back to Florida, but I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. And and again, he's not done a very good job with this team. You know, I mean, the the way they got their butts handed to them uh, Saturday night was very disappointing, and they've and they already had a loss to Stanford, which it, it's three and eight. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. There's not a it, – it's a hard job, and it's a hard – it's hard to be a great football coach. It really is these days because yeah. Ohio State and Alabama and Georgia are getting all the good players, and uh, you're getting the, the scrubs. And, you know, I, I don't know that – I don't know there's a guy out there that I would look at and go, well, that guy will start kicking Kirby Smart's ass in recruiting. I'm not sure there is a guy like that. Yeah, I hear you. So I don't have any answers. Any more than I had any answers on what was no. wrong, why Florida went so bad. I really – I feel clueless. Like, I, I – this is the most clueless I've ever felt about Florida football in my lifetime. It's a bad feeling. It's a yeah, bad it's feeling. not good. Uh, and it's a sad feeling. I well, feel sad I mean, for hey, a lot of people. Recruiting is going to go off the rails, unfortunately. And, yeah, it's uh, already uh, off the rails. Hopefully Richardson and uh, Jones don't transfer out. That's possible, you know. Sure. I mean, one of one of the I two is probably gone. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Great job, Pat. Thank you, sir, for your time. Appreciate the call. Let's go to uh, Rick. What's going on, Rick? Hey, Pat. How you doing, brother? Good. Before you get started, I wish you happy Thanksgiving and a good holiday season. You and I yeah, share you too. one thing in common. We share one thing in common, and so. We both lost our dads to cancer, so I have a mutual thing with you there. I have a lot of respect for you. I don't always agree with you, but I have a lot of respect for you and appreciate you. And I just wanted to say that before I get going here for a minute. All right. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, um, part one is uh, your friends that you are in the that you go on their shows, Bianchi, Feinbaum, they, they've been talking, and some of the other guys that you know and are personal friends with and, and part of the media with, they were talking about Mullen having issues behind the scenes with people and kind of rubbing people the wrong way uh, and stuff. And uh, there was a lot going on people didn't see. And uh, the, the the show cause was really hurting him. And the recruiting was killing him behind the scenes. And then the on-field result, like I told you last month, when he played LSU, his seat would get hot. And if he slipped up against South Carolina or Missouri, and he slipped up and his seat got got him and uh and your and your other counterparts are saying also that napier probably going to be the front runner and uh bianchi and them were talking this morning and they think strickland's going to have a guy in place as soon as the weekend's over because they don't think he would have made the move and i just want to get your thoughts on that and again have a blessed holiday and i'll hang up and listen brother appreciate it uh yeah well um i don't know that they i can't think that they made this move without having somebody in mind uh, or having maybe conversations with that person's agent, uh, but it's very—it's possible they didn't. It's possible they just said, "Hey, here's what we got to do, and now let's go to work." 
Um, the other thing is, if you wait till the Sunday after FSU, which I still think they should have, but um, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Um, now you're starting from that point, which is a long way to go. Um, yeah, I don't. I, you know, we'll we'll see how all this works out. Let's go to uh, Matt's call. What's going on, Matt? Uh, Pat, my uh, my ultimate butterfly is uh, Carlos Dunlap. If he doesn't fall asleep at that red light and gets a DUI, I think things make a drastic change. Ooh, Some people might that, that's pretty good right there, the Carlos <laughs> Dunlap. No, he well, didn't. The whole reason he didn't just he fall asleep. He wasn't he, there. He yeah. fell asleep with his engine running, his foot on the brake, at a at a red Lord. light. Yeah, I know. Uh, do we win? Do we win that game if he's in? No. We might. I don't. Know. I don't know if they would have or not. I think Alabama had spent the whole year getting ready for Florida, and they still might have won the game. But it certainly was a uh, butterfly-ish uh, thing that happened. That where Florida had had gone twelve and zero and fifteen and one over the last two years, mm-hmm. and then lost that game and and got really schooled on that game. Hey, Matt, Pat, I'm with you. I'm as clueless, and I feel hopeless. I just, I, I don't necessarily feel hopeless, but I just don't have any answers. But one thing, but Matt, I here's the thing. Look. Here's the thing with Florida. Florida is different than a lot of places. Not all places, mm-hmm. but a lot of places. In that, you're not just trying to hire a guy who can win. You're you're trying to hire a guy who can win a national championship, and those mm-hmm. are hard to find. If they were easy to find. People will be doing it all the time. Think of the coaches that are still mm-hmm. working right now that have won national championships. Not Ed Ogeron. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have to – who is it? Saban? Dabo? Mm-hmm. That's it. Is that the list? Who won national titles that are still head coaches? And Jimbo, right? Yeah, he said Jimbo. Jimbo, yeah, at a different school, yeah. though, yeah. I um. I heard Tom Luganville today on another show mention that, you know, it's it might not be a splash hire, but it could be better in the long term. Or it could be, you know, better in the long term and not a splash hire. You know, that kind of thing. Who is that? I don't that? think they're going to get both. Uh, Luganville had said that. And I, I don't know. Well, who is he talking get, about, though? Do the Florida job. Whoever, you know, you get. It might not oh, be a splash Oh, whoever hire, it is. Yeah, might, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think people want both. What's best for long? And I don't know if you have one of those guys in there. Like, I personally think Billy Napier could be a very good long-term hire. But it's not going to be a splash hire that everybody wants. You're probably going to end up with a 8-4 and four record next year. But I think it's well, far not, as Billy. Not only that, but think about this, uh, Matt, mm-hmm. that Billy Napier is going to walk, walk into IMG or walk into – Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, and nobody's going to know who he is, and that that oh. that's going to set your yeah. recruiting back a yet another year. Or here's another option: you go say, let's get Lincoln Riley, and this is a number that I think could, ten years, one hundred and ten million dollars. Say that out loud. I mean, that's, I don't that's want very I, I I if he wants Something me to be like his that. assistant, I can do that. Well, let's just say that that's probably what could happen. Say ten years around a hundred, hundred and ten million dollars. They but got the money, yeah. but they do. Which I think that would be your splash. But how long term would that be? I, I just don't know. And it's every year he man, comes up as an NFL possibility. Uh, do you want to exactly? Do you want to invest that much so, money in a guy that that uh, 
maybe and again you'd have to get a commitment from him but it, it would only be verbal yeah i mean i don't know we, yeah we, who else would be a splash hire i don't i don't belichick saving urban urban but, I mean, urban yeah he ain't he ain't He's I mean, not getting back just, into it. I don't, but I think I think when it says splash hires, you're looking at. I think it would be maybe Lane Kiffin. Look at look I at it this way. How can what splash hire could LSU make right now? They're everybody I know. They're they're pretty much they're they're saying Lincoln Riley. They 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 believe that it's already done, which. I don't know. Who knows? But can we just get And maybe that's why Florida made this move now, because they want to get in that sweepstakes. Can we just get somebody that can at least deal with the media halfway decent? Somebody that's not talking about rope burns or using the word neat every other, you know, word or talking about PB&Js with the crust cut off. Hey, you know what? And we got on a plane, (laughs) then we got on a bus, and it was great. We got on that bus. And then – and I don't need to hear anything about a standard. See you, Pat. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. The Gator standard is not the Gator standard anymore. The Gator standard is just uh, trying to win some games. Um, and look, I'm not going to just sit here and rip Dan Mullen. We've, we've done plenty of criticism of what's happened this year. Uh, I think in the end, his ego won out. His ego cost him his job. He, he believed, and I go back to that Georgia game, after that Georgia game last year, Andy Staples made this point, and it was a good point, and I, I agree with him. Um, after that Georgia game last year, he thought, I don't care what I've got, whatever I've got, bring it, I'll, I'll, I'll beat everybody. And that's not the way it works, not in college football. we got to get a break. We'll come back. Al and Sophie, hang on the line. We'll get to you when we come back on the other side. You're listening to The Tailgate, Pat Dooley going solo on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because. Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their light Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clearing skies tonight and a northwesterly wind will result in a cool start to Tuesday morning with lows in the mid-40s. Wind chills, though, will likely feel like they're in the 30s at times. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll see highs near 60 despite wall-to-wall sunshine, and the coldest air of the season arrives by Wednesday morning with upper 30s likely in most of North Florida. Slightly warmer by Thanksgiving. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Matt. Am I supposed to believe that Matt Nagy in the locker room is somebody completely different than the Matt Nagy that I hear every presser? How can that be the case? Because every time I hear him continue to pontificate, I feel like he tells me more and more about who he is, and I get more and more confused. It's no one's fault but everyone's? I don't know what that means. The things that he said leaves me baffled. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. All right, Pat Dooley back here with you. Going solo today. Jeff and I will be back tomorrow together, and we'll see about Wednesday. A lot will depend on what happens with Florida. Well, everything will depend on what happens with Florida's basketball game tonight. If they win, we will be on. We will have a show for you on Wednesday. If they lose, we will not because they will be playing at that very same time. Um, interesting in terms of the spreads. Florida opened as a 10-point spread. I told you that last week, that they were 10-point favorites even before the game and even after the game, they, uh, Missouri game. They were still favored by 10. Then they fired Dan Mullen, and the spread's already dropped to two. So it's almost basically a pick 'em game, and um, I know where my money would go. Let's go to Al and see what he's got for us today. What's going on, Al? Yeah, how you doing, Pat? Good. You know, you know Pat – I'm listening to all of this stuff about coaches and I'm listening to all the panic 
Go back and look at Georgia when uh, Ray Golf was there. Go back and look at Alabama when they had their slump. Everybody goes through this. This is nothing new. I mean, you know, you can't get spoiled about national champions and great, great wins without somewhere along the line when you're on top, you're going to fall down and you're going to have to get back up and go back up. And that's just exactly where Florida is right now. Yeah, and uh, but when you're in the middle of the fall down, you you don't like it when you're when you're. Well, uh, no, I didn't say it. No. When you're yeah, when you're picking yourself up and your face is all scraped, you know, because you've fallen on the ground, you don't like it, and you hope it gets it it gets cured, and it, it's not fun. But uh, and I think Florida fans have been spoiled. I, I've talked about this a million times. Nobody has ever done what Florida did in going with the with the four championships in the two major sports. In three years, nobody's right. ever done it. Nobody right. will probably ever do it again. But Florida well, fans want yeah. it back again. They want it to happen again. Well, you know, here's the thing, Pat. You're right. And here's the thing. Everybody's trying to name these wow coaches. All right. Now, Kirby Smart never had coached in his life. Nope. He's a wow. He is a wow coach now. Okay. Coordinators that have been at a school a long time, that have worked under a good coach, are probably more prepared to be a good head coach than a lot of head coaches that have made a lot of money that don't have that real desire and that fight to prove who they can be. Yeah, so but, you know, that hasn't that doesn't coach. always work out. I mean, like, well, neither do head coaches. Yeah, but Jimbo was the I first mean, look, coach look, to ever beat. Nick Saban, who was an assistant coach. Florida hired a a Saban assistant. Uh, Florida hired a Saban assistant, McElwain, and and with Mullen. I mean, I'm sorry, and with uh, Muschamp. They were both. uh, Yeah, and I I remember also what uh, what Nick Saban said about Kirby Smart, too. He named all these coaches, and he said, they coached with me, but Kirby Smart coached for me. Yeah. No, it was the opposite for me, and then Kirby Smart coached with me, and I think there's there's that. And he was there a long time. Attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ten, ten, ten years. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good coaches out there that young players, believe me, when recruiting comes, they're not being recruited as much by the head coach as you think they are. They're being recruited by those young assistant coaches. And and that's 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 really where Georgia's getting all of their recruiting from. I mean, Kirby's out there. Yeah. Well, but I will tell you this: um, if your head coach is not your best recruiter, you got no chance to be a good recruiting staff. I mean, your your head coach has got to be. Oh, into that, it that's true. One hundred percent. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can't sit back and wait wait for everybody else to do it. But uh, when you see these assistant coaches go to other schools. Uh, I don't know if he, I guess you followed it. I, I really follow recruiting. And I've watched where an assistant coach will leave a school and go with another coach. And when they do, uh, they get some decommitments following that assistant coach. Yeah, well, and that's their mistake too, by the way, because you need to sign or, or commit to a school, not to a coach, because you never know how long they're going to be there. But the bottom line is Florida needs to hire a guy who has a not only is a good recruiter, but has a good plan for recruiting. And I'm not sure the plan here really worked at all. Uh, it worked at times. And, you know, they got some guys that were 
you know, like like Jacob Copeland has not been what we thought he would be as a four-star wide receiver. I mean, he he obviously had a good game yeah. Saturday night, but it was the first time they've ever really gone to him because he doesn't get open. He doesn't run good routes. So, I mean, you know, it's 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 a tough – I mean, it is a tough call to find uh, whether you're looking for a diamond in the rough, whether you're looking for an established coach, whether you're looking for a coach who's maybe wanted a – lower level, I mean, there's no guarantees that the next coach at Florida signs, whoever it is, and you can give me any name in the country, there's no guarantee he's going to win. No, that's right, because you could take you could take Nick Saban. You could take Kirby Smart and put him at Florida, and they may flop. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Because the chemistry's not right. It, the school, you've got to get the coach right with the school, and that's, that's almost, that's so, it's almost a luck. It's almost it, – I hate to say it, but it's almost lucky to get it. Yeah, to a point, yeah. I mean, you got to do your, your due diligence and your research and everything, but there is some luck involved. There's no question about it. And yeah, you, don't know what, you have to have a coach who, not, who gets some breaks. You know, in fact, the weird thing about Saturday night was that Florida got a lot of breaks in that game and still couldn't it. find a way to win. So I know. Well, you know, that's not the Florida team that – I, I don't know what watch, they are. So. I don't even know what they are anymore. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I know. I think Duholtz could beat them right now. So, all right, all right. Thanks. After- yeah, I mean, it, it, it that was something I hadn't even brought up. Is that Florida got a lot of breaks in that game where calls went again? You know, there was two grounding plays that you never see called, and I think they were the right calls, but you normally never see them do it. And yet, there was also the play where the Missouri guy uh, had a sack. And did the double gator chomp and then the throat slash and got no penalty for it. Well, as I say all the time, you always have to play around the officials. The officials are going to make mistakes. They're going to they're going to miss things. I I am assuming no official saw that happen, even though it was on TV, but they didn't see it in person, and that's why they didn't call it. And if they didn't call it and they did see it, then they're incompetent officials and they should be fired. But there's a chance they didn't see it, and that that happens. You got to play around it. Let's get Sophie before we go to our last break of the first hour. What's up, Sophie? Hey, Pat. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sure. Uh, I know I'm not traditionally the demographic that calls into these kind of things, um, but I am a student at the University of Florida, so that's that's really the only perspective that I can offer. Um, I personally have been here since 2018. Dan Mullen's the only coach that I've ever known as far as being at the school and going to games here as a student. Um, and I just have to say that it's, it's honestly it's disappointed me to see the way that fans have reacted. Um, as far as the fans, that, that, like you said, some fans have been almost like they're celebrating, like they're, they're real happy to see them gone. And I understand, like you said, fans want to see the Gators win championships. Uh, they want to go back to that time. And I get that. But I do think that people forget that beyond being a, a good coach for the time that he was here, I, I really just got the impression that he was great with the players, that he was just a, a decent guy overall. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a handful of interactions with him in the time that I was here. Back when they were still doing Gator Talks at Keys over at Celebration, um, he stopped me outside the restaurant as I was leaving and asked me, you know, how I liked the show, and he told me he appreciated me coming out, appreciated students and fans. And just for, for a coach to do something like that, you know, I'm just this 18-year-old kid, and I'm just brand new here, and, and that really just cemented for me. This guy loves the fans, and he loves the players, and he loves the team, and I think that's a huge, huge part of being a coach, I think, you know, People yeah. are kind of forgetting that part of him. No, um, in fact, I, Sophie, you're see, you're seeing that from players on Twitter and stuff like, and 
on different websites or different uh, social media where they're coming out and they're saying, "You got, you know, I, I, they're they're upset that he got fired and they're they're begging for Larry, uh, for uh, Nick Savage to be kept on." But no, I, I never had any problem with Dan Mullen um, it, it, uh, personally. He was great with me, and and helped our golf tournament very much. So. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, things became a little too toxic, and that's that's what tends to happen around here. When things go bad, it gets ugly quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do feel like there's not really – once once things start to go south, there's not a whole lot of mercy, which is – I get it. I do. It's, it, like you said, coaching is tough and college football is a tough business, but it is unfortunate, um, and I really do wish him well wherever he goes. I'm not. I'm not a college football expert. I've not been steeped in it my entire life. I've been a gator my whole life, but you know, I'm in my 20s. So the only respect that I can really offer is that of a student. And I, I just want to call in and say, I just I feel like he's before he's a great coach. He just seems like a great guy, and I really do wish him well wherever he goes. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Sophie. Appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah. No, there's no doubt. He's a good guy. There's nothing wrong with him as a guy, and there's nothing wrong with him as a coach. And and. Strickland said as much Sunday. He's a great coach. But things were going bad here, and it just didn't – there was no path to it getting better. Um, and I think in a lot of people's minds. And this is a tough market to coach in. It's a tough – the Gator Nation is tough on people. It, I'm not saying it's tougher than anywhere else, but it's as tough as anywhere else. And if, when it starts to go south, they're not going to stick with you. And that, that much we have found out. We've got to get our last break in. We'll do that. Drew and John, hang on. We'll get to you on the other side. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. After Florida announced that Gators head coach Dan Mullen had been fired, interim head coach Greg Knox says quarterbacks coach Garrett McGee will take over calling plays for the offense. Taking a look at the NFL, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are back in action tonight as they take on the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Moving over to the court, after a senior night win on Sunday, UF Volleyball racked up two more SEC Weekly Awards. Senior Marley Montre was named Setter of the Week and sophomore Ellie McKissick earned Defensive Player of the Week. Florida men's basketball tips off in Fort Myers tonight. The Gators will look to remain unbeaten as they take on Cal. Coverage starts right here at 7.55. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays. They're losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. There's a ton of great benefits to living out in the country. The space, the stars, the farm animals, and the ability to swim naked when need be. But the one thing that I found out that's not cool, when the septic stops. Then there's a wee bit of a problem. Thankfully, I was able to call Newsom Well and Septic, and I was saved. This family-owned and operated business is the best, whether it's commercial or residential. They do well drilling, pump repair, pump outs, drain fields, septics, and they're available 24-7 if need be. Kyle and Josh Myers have been at it for as as long as Dooley's been writing. So if your toilet don't swallow, give them a holler. Newsome, well and septic. Remember the name because you'll certainly remember the results. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS store, every ing for small business all in one place. UPS store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. IDC's taking Black Friday weekend to a whole new level this year with free Yeti coolers, free Tory Birch bags, and free PGA Tour merchandise. That's right. When you buy anything at IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend just $249 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a free Yeti Sidekick Dry Gear Case or a $50 IDC gift card. Spend $999, and we'll give you a free Carter Sellers bottle of wine or a $200 IDC gift card. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a Tory Birch bag or a Dyson Supersonic hair dryer? Yours free when you spend $1,999 this weekend. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you will walk away with an $800 gift card to the PGA Tour Superstore. An $800 PGA shopping spree. It's this weekend only. Buy her holiday jewelry and get one of the year's most popular gifts free only at International Diamond Center. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't be a turkey this Thanksgiving and make your family and friends watch your old TV. Let the pros at Electronics World get you ready for the parades and football games with a new Sony TV or a home theater room with enhanced sound and seating to optimize the viewing experience for you and your holiday guests. For less than you might think, from design to installation, you can count on the pros at EW. To find out more, visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. As we enter the holiday season, Scott Strickland and the Gators begin the process of looking for Florida's next head football coach. For the latest, keep it right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, one of the first things I thought about about 5 o'clock yesterday was, man, I hope we killed the rejoinders. <laughs> For Dan, hi, I'm Dan Mullen, coach of the Gators. Well, we did. We were, very, we were ahead of the game. 
John, you got about a minute and a half, okay? And I'll call you back with some more stuff tomorrow, but I'll make this quick. Um, I, I called you and Jeff at the beginning of the year, and I, I picked pretty much every game that they've lost except for the exception of South Carolina. I thought they were going to go 7-5. and five. I just didn't think it was going to implode like this. Yeah, you what know, that that's stuff? the thing. 7-5 and five would not have blown me away. It's kind of the way they've gotten. If they show, if they showed six. on both sides of the ball that they that they had a, a certain sense of execution, it just it just this whole season has really been a microcosm of just bad luck. When uh, the year that Muschamp lost to yeah. Georgia Southern, and they know? and they they just don't it, like it's always something different. It's something different that goes wrong. This this game, it was once they get inside Missouri the territory, five, they, yard line. yeah. Well, even as, just in Missouri territory, their their first three possessions that they got in Missouri territory, they had a fumbled exchange and two false starts that killed the drives. I mean, right. that that again is it's something new field every goal, time. Field goal, field goal, yep. they should have been touchdown. And tomorrow, I'm going to tell you why I like Luke Fickle. Okay, and so I look forward that, to that. Thanks, yeah. John. Appreciate the call. We got to get a break here. We got to get out for the first hour. Uh, Drew and Adam, hang on. We'll get you on the other side. We'll be back with more of the tailgate right after this break. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street online at GainesvilleChevy.com see dealer for complete details there's a brighter way to bank at Radiant Credit Union like with their home equity line of credit that includes a credit card so accessing your money is as simple as a tap no checks no complicated transfers it's just easy access whenever and wherever you need Applying online is easy, too, and your loan approval is quick with our local team. Plus, Radiant offers a great low introductory rate, so you'll keep more of your money for your next big project. Now, whether you're looking to make home improvements, paying down high-interest credit card debt, or a down payment on a vacation home, your home equity line of credit is ready when you are. Radiant puts your home equity in your hand so you can plan smarter, access easier, and enjoy longer. There's a brighter way to bank. It's at Radiant Credit Union with the home equity line of credit. Visit RadiantCU.org slash HELOC for details. That's RadiantCU.org slash HELOC for details. Radiant is federally insured by the NCUA. 
Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the best of the best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. Kids across Florida have reason to cheer. That's because U of Health Shands Children's Hospital is now ranked among the best hospitals nationally in eight medical specialties by U.S. News & World Report. It's why families from all over Florida, the U.S., and more than 20 countries around the world turn to U of Health Shands Children's Hospital, ranked number one in Florida for advanced pediatric care. Want to know more about Florida's number one children's hospital? Just go to uofhealth.org slash pediatrics. What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just five ninety nine each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... item minimum pan pizza bone and wings and bread bowls will be extra ask for this limited time offer prices participation delivery area and charges may vary every morning i get up start the trek into town for a busy day ahead and every morning i kid you not i pass an ugly green van or truck along the way heading to work as well but the best part of that site is i know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side and that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF 
and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hi. Second hour brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down at Melden Law. If you get a chance, go check out my podcast that I it should be up there now. Uh, Noah Brindice and Doug Johnson joining me. It was great fun. We could have gone literally a full hour, but uh, we didn't. We decided to limit it to an hour and three minutes. Uh, we got a special guest coming on here, I think. Um, Drew Copeland from Sister Hazel has called in to talk to the show. And I I didn't ask him to call in. Usually when I ask him to call in, he says he's busy doing a gig somewhere. But <laughs> today he has called in and he's got, I guess you, you got something to say there, young man? Yeah. Well, and normally I normally I call you at, at off hours and bother you about these things <laughs> uh, just on, on a personal level. But no, I, you, you know I always listen, man. I'm a fan. Are you kidding me? Well, um, I appreciate it. with you. Especially with you buying me lunch every year and everything, that's and I got to do it again really soon, and I hate to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I'm man, and I've I've listened to I've listened to the radio a lot of t- today, and I'm I'm frustrated too, and I'm just confused by so many things, and I've I've gone back and forth, and I like Dan, I like him as a coach, and I like what he brought here, and it's so funny how you know we as Gators, we were frustrated because our offense was so boring. And so we wanted somebody to bring in something exciting. And now we're mad because our defense sucks. And it's like, <laughs> you just can't make Gator fans happy very often. No. Uh, and that's that. I remember there was a time before Mullen got hired and coach and pe- people were calling our show going, I don't even care if we win as long as we have a good offense again. And I'm like, yeah, well then you did and you didn't win and you got mad. So, right. Yeah. And I'm and I'm 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 just confused a little bit because Strickland, it's not like he just met Dan. I mean, he's worked with him for a long time. And so, if you know, unless he's coming to these, and look, I like Scott too. Don't get me wrong, I like him too as our athletic director. And I know we have a lot of great minds uh, in that building that are contributing to probably. I would think they're contributing to some of these decisions. You know, I know that Jeremy's still around and and Spurrier's around there and. I would I would imagine they would bend their ear a little bit about some of this stuff, um, but he worked with him for a long time, and so now all of a sudden he comes up and says, you know, I'm looking for somebody that can sustain a high level of competitiveness for a long period of time, and it's like when, well, when he didn't do that at Mississippi State. I mean, they had a five like, well, and yeah, seven bowl like, year. Yeah, so it's like, what did you not know that then? And then, and so then, here's the other thing too. And dude, I'm all over the map, so I'll try not to take up the whole next hour. <laughs> but, but then there's, then there's on the other side. I do understand that there are things behind the scenes that we may never know. Although I feel, and I feel like I'm entitled to know because I'm such a, a diehard Gator fan. I want to know what went wrong. But there are things that happen behind the scenes that we'll never, you know, really understand that could be deteriorating the program. And one thing that I hadn't heard talked about a lot today was this, you know, this endorsement slash likeness slash pay these college kids millions of dollars stuff and how much that's doing to the locker room, you know, just just between teammates. Because, um, you know, there's probably not a lot of offensive or defensive linemen that are getting million-dollar checks, and there's all these athletes that are, and it's like, uh, you know, I, I wonder how much that digs into your locker room. Well, here's my my take on that. 
you have to have a strong locker room not to let that happen. And it obviously hadn't happened to Georgia. It hadn't happened in Alabama with where Bryce Young's getting a million dollars. Uh, he takes his lineman out and everything. And everybody's happy there. It hadn't happened at a lot of places. but it, And whether it happened at Florida or not, I don't know the answer to that. I've never really gotten a clear answer. I do know that there's been a little bit. And, and here's, Drew, the thing that I talked about after the LSU game, and I still believe it to be true. I think Dan Mullen gave them the blueprint to quit. And that goes back to the LSU game from last year, the previous year, when he didn't play Kyle Pitts, even though he knew Kyle Pitts was healthy enough to play. When he didn't, when he talked about how we can still win the national championship without winning this game, he gave his guys an excuse not to win. And then they turn around two weeks, or not two weeks later, but three weeks later, whenever it was, and don't even show up for the Oklahoma game, and he dismisses it as no big deal. And so when they got into a bad place with that Kentucky loss, I think this team totally changed, and then they started thinking about NILs. And they started – I know for for uh, at least according to what somebody sent me, Kyrie Elam didn't, sh- didn't play in a game even though he was healthy because he just didn't want to take a chance on hurting himself. And that that's the kind of thing where – that I think when you – this team wasn't mentally strong enough to withstand a loss that knocked them out of the playoffs. Right. And I, I and I, I do agree with that. And but I, so so continuing with where we are now. The other thing that bothered me about about Scott's press conference and some of the questions that were asked and some of his replies were, you know, he woke up and it just hit him that, that this yeah, is that's, that, that's you know, a load this, of crap by the way. Just... I know and I know it is, but like why would you even say that? Like don't even yeah. say that because yeah. Like like I've heard said a few times today, man, I, I'm not sure if I'd want to come coach here. I mean, you're like you said, it's senior day next week, you know, next weekend. We're playing Florida State. We're playing a rival game at home on senior day. And I'm sorry, but you're not really looking out for everybody if you say, man, I, needed to, I knew I was going to do something, so I needed to pull the trigger. Well, man, you've got a ton of kids that are playing for this guy still that would have liked to have gotten through senior day with their head coach yeah. on the field, the guy that recruited to- them. Totally agree, and I, I don't understand why you would put that team out there with a skeleton staff where you're down three coaches, three, um, you know, a, a defensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator, and your offensive line coach. I, it does seem to be a little bit ridiculous uh, in, in, in those terms. Uh, there must be a reason behind it. I think he had right. made his mind up to get rid of Dan – um, if they lost that game, so to to say that he woke up and decided it, I don't I don't buy that for one second. And I have great respect for Scott Strickland. I think he had gotten uh, you know, don't forget, he 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 went up and down from that to that game with Fred Ridley, and that right. you know, that's a big booster to have it in your private in his private plane. So, um. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there were yeah, some discussions. Yeah, I, I agree, but I still, I still feel like, uh, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't do our recruiting any favors, and you didn't do, you, you didn't do any of the incoming coaches any favors yeah. by, you know, by doing that. It just doesn't show. It, I don't know. To me, it, it didn't feel right. Like nothing about that felt right. Because even yeah, if you and you, and you, the- you basically are, are saying, eh, you can have a win, FSU, and I, I never want to say that. I never no, want them know, to feel that way in any sport. You, you know what else, dude? There's a bunch of kids on that team right now that this this Saturday could be the last time they suit up and play football. 
Um, yeah. you know, cause not, not everybody that plays for Florida goes on to the next level. Sure. So there's a lot of guys that this could be the last game, and they're fighting for the chance to play another game, get to go to a bowl game, and it's their last chance to do it. And you and so when you say I think it's better for everybody that I did this, I don't really feel like that that might have been the best call. And like I don't, man, I don't like down. I don't like talking down about any anybody. I, you know, I love Dan as a coach. I think I think Scott does a great job. Um, I'm a diehard Gator, so I, you know I want them to be successful, but. This whole thing, man, it, like I said earlier, I, I almost wish somebody would just tell me what happened behind the scenes so I could so so it would go down a little better. Because right now I'm like, you know, this is yeah. – and, and look. And the weird thing is, Drew, is that he alluded to there was stuff going on that w- was more than wins and losses. And I'm like, well, what? Tell us. We, we, we right, de- that's, how, that's how I feel. Yeah, we deserve to know. And I'm not saying we in the media. I'm saying – because now I'm not in the media, technically. I'm a Gator fan, like you. Not as rabid and not as uh, yeah. easy, easy to dismiss it. But, um, but I, you know, we all Gator fans kind of need to know what, what, why exactly would you make this move now? Why would you cut these guys off at the, uh, at the needs uh, with their last game? Uh, I, I, I don't agree with that decision in any way. Yeah, and and I look, and I, I'm I'm a Gator now. I was a Gator, and I will be in the future. And and, and athletic directors and coaches and all that they come and come go. and go. Yep. Uh, for them, it is a job. I mean, it's a job. That's it. And 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 they guys come in here and they give it their all. I mean, they they literally uh, put their lives on hold to be head coaches at Florida. So I respect that big time. But for them, at the end of the day, it's a job and a paycheck. And and we will go on, and it'll be great. I would be fired up if if someone like Bob Stoops was was to all of a sudden you know be on the radar. That would be exciting. Some of these young guys that are being mentioned, there's no way you can chance this program on on untested coaches. Not right now. Not after everything we've been through for the last you know eight to ten years. You, you, you know you're going to have to do something that's that's kind of fail safe. Well, and that's the thing is is I think a lot of people feel like. Scott needs to hit a home run here, and I'm not sure th- nobody's laying the ball down the middle for you. It's going to be a, it's going yeah. to be a tough call, and it, he may turn out to be a home run, but I don't know that there is a home run hire that that is an obvious hire. So we'll wait and see what he ends up with. Well, I mean, do you really think? And and this is another thing that that was that's been bothering me. Would would we have made this call like this if there wasn't something already in the wings? I mean, something has to be out there. I, I mean, yeah, it, you know, here's the thing, and I and you talked about how he said he when he woke up in the morning he did, made that decision. I think that was mainly to say I was supporting my head coach right up until the time I landed in Gainesville. I think that was his way of saying that that I support the coach until the moment I decide he's fired. Uh, it, I don't think it's true, but I think it. Uh, you know, I think that that's what he was saying. So there right. has to be, at least, there were backdoor inquiries into into some people. But I I do think this, Drew. I think that they felt the situation had become too toxic, and I I agree with that part of it. I just don't agree with doing it when they did it. Right, and I don't understand. So, so if you're going to wait until after next weekend anyway, like if if pulling the trigger on Sunday wasn't because you have something at the at the door on Monday, then why do it? I, you know, I, I don't. 
I mean, I don't, I don't think that Dan is like itching to go, you know, put his applications in anywhere. No. I mean, you know what I mean? No. Um, well, maybe, maybe know. next Sunday we'll, we'll have a great story to tell, you know? Yeah. Florida just hired Bill yeah. Belichick to be their new head coach. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, now what are you yeah. saying? You wouldn't take him? Uh, yeah, I would, but you know, man, Bill, Bill's been around a lot. I guess I would. That's ridiculous. Of course I would. I'll, I'll just stop there. But, but, um, uh, look, man, I got to tell you, your phone lines are busy. Like, I think I tried to call in for like an hour. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we should have a, a special emergency line for when Drew Copeland wants to call. Yeah. I need a bat line, man. Even though, even though whenever I call you, you never answer the phone. So at least I answered the phone. You have to give me credit for that. That is true. Well, actually, you didn't, but people did. Your people did. <laughs> but I eventually answered it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, man. Great show as usual. And uh, as soon as you hear any uh, any secrets, call me. I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right, buddy. The great Drew Copeland from Sister Hazel, one of my best friends, and um, he is a great guy. Let's get Adam in before we go to our first break of this hour. Adam, what's going on? Hey, uh, Pat, fantastic to have uh, Drew on there, man. What a what an icon for Gainesville, huh? Yeah, no, he's um, he's one of my he's just one of the great guys in the world, and he's such a huge Gator fan um, that I know he's hurting a little bit today. All right, well, let me help, okay? And I'll try and do it quickly. I don't like being the end of the segment, but I'm going to try and do it quickly because I want to get in the weeds with you. Everybody is confused about how quickly and how fastly this program fell. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, you know, SEC championship last year. I don't need to go through it all. The inconsistencies is the only really main thing that we can point at from an outward perspective. Okay. Inconsistencies, special teams, defense, offense, penalties, you name it, it happened this year. Okay. Everything so, and different things in different games. Exactly. And that is, you know, I heard you talking earlier about 45 minutes ago. You're like, I am just so confused. How did this, why, right? And there's so many inconsistencies. That's the absolute that we can point at, okay? So you you look at that and you say, okay, well, why is that happening? Well, we knew when Dan Mullen and Scott Strickland and uh, Drew alluded to it that Scott Strickland knew what his resume was coming in. He's not a great recruiter. We knew that from beat writers out of Mississippi State. We knew that. And okay? he knew he knew that about Dan. And the funny thing is, Adam, is that I remember Scott Strickland. I asked him this question during the press conference yesterday. I said, you know, when you took when you uh, introduced him as the head coach, you said that a booster called you from Mississippi State. And goes, man can't believe you took him I always wonder what Dan Mullen could do with Florida talent and the bottom line is he didn't get Florida talent he didn't get players at that level that that no, Urban it, had it, but his tracker record was what it was and he took a gamble on the fact that coming and being under the logo of the University of Florida okay yep. so he took a gamble there okay yep the other thing the other thing was is it was there was continuity in the staff and right. he had one health staff with Brian Johnson, with Greg Knox, with uh, Torian Gray. He had a continuity with staff. That's another reason why he made that move, okay? So what the hope was is that he could come to Florida and recruit at an elite level. Well, that didn't happen. What happened? We had to replace um, with the transfer portal, which was just now becoming a thing, okay? So I'm trying to put two and two together here. 
So you bring in your recruits like a Derek Wingo, like a Josh Braun, um, like uh, uh, Jason Marshall, like, and then you cover all that up um, like a Gervon Dexter. And then you have to cover up all of those. You have to use Band-Aids with yep. transfer. Totally. Use, yeah, totally. Make the difference, okay? So when you fast forward that into every every aspect that's important in the game, offense, defense, special teams, game management, and clock management, and then on top of that, you lose Torian Gray. You lose Well, they Brian fired Johnson. him, yeah. But Brian Johnson, they lost, yeah. Yeah, so – but. You get what I'm saying. This was a developmental group, which is another attribute that Dan Mullen had, that he could develop quarterbacks. He could develop teams. He could take a 2-3 star and turn them into, you know, and people say, oh, well, these were McIlwain's recruits. Well, that that is what it is. But McIlwain didn't win with them. He didn't develop them. Dan Mullen and his staff did. And so that's what becomes the truth now in this past season, okay, that is why there was so much inconsistency in the program that it just fell apart in every aspect of the game. Dan Mullen is still a great offensive mind. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up the head coach of Virginia Tech. So uh, I think they could do they I'm not sure they can do better than Dan Mullen. I think that that is that would be a great hire for Virginia Tech. I think it would be too. And, and if they could they go out and he wins 9 or 10 games uh Two years in a row, they may give him a lifetime contract. Well, that's fine. He's got six million walking out the door, Pat. I'm well, not. He's got twelve, but my, yeah. My heart doesn't break for Dan Mullen. He didn't. He does not have the pedigree to be in today's game and recruit at the highest level. And ultimately, that is the reason why you can't just plug holes in the hull of your boat over and over and over again and hope it hits. It hit with Van Jefferson. It hit with uh, Trevon Grimes. It hit with numerous of them. John Bernard, uh, yeah. John Bernard was one of the best. But it didn't not- hit this year. And and here's the thing. I mean, Dan Mullen just may be a guy who's good for nine or ten wins. But he ain't ever getting to 11 or 12. And that's, that again, at Florida, that's not good enough. That may be good enough at Virginia Tech. It was good enough at Mississippi State. Well, that's true, but it's the process, and that leads me to, you know, I'm just trying to alleviate, at least with my perspective, of the reason why we fell off the freaking cliff. We saw the signs in the beginning LSU game last year. You, When you make Marco Wilson the team captain of your defense after that game right there, and you say, hey, we're just going to opt out of a Cotton Bowl, and we played our last best game, our last 2020 team against Alabama you're you're giving a message to your team in other words like my shit is broken and they knew it and they are the ones that ushered him out of the head coaching spot it wasn't the national media it wasn't the fan base it was the players that said you know what this guy doesn't have it figured out so give us Dave Aranda give us Billy Napier Go Gators, let's beat FSU this week, and I'm just hoping to bring a little bit of my revelation, at least in my opinion, to it, brother. Thank All you. Right. Appreciate the call. Good good stuff, Adam. Yeah, I, I mean, there's I, I said this after the LSU game, that he had given them an excuse to quit in, in 2010. Um, and when it, the going got tough, the tough didn't get going. That was what was amazing about the game Saturday night, is all of a sudden the defense shows up. 
they show up. Now they're playing an immobile quarterback. They know that they got to stop the run, and they did for the first half. In the second half, he broke some off. But it, still, that's not why they lost the game. They didn't lose a game because of Tyler Batty or Body, Booty, Body. I think I kept saying Beatty and it was ba- Batty. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever his name is, I don't have to deal with him anymore. We got to get a break. We'll do that, and we'll come back and get more of your phone calls. 392-8255. Here on the tailgate, Pat Dooley going solo. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Reed Green. Interim head coach Greg Knox said that he is not changing quarterbacks for the Florida State game. However, Knox did say that if Anthony Richardson is healthy, they will get him in the game. The 23rd-ranked Gators men's basketball team takes on Kelton Knight in Fort Myers. You can catch coverage here starting at 7.55. Two Gators volleyball players earned weekly SEC honors. Ellie McKissick earned Defensive Player of the Week, and Marley Monserez was the Setter of the Week. The Tampa Bay Bucks look to win their seventh game of the year as they host the New York Giants tonight on Monday Night Football. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ray Green. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that Gainesville grew up on, and don't forget to mention the tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again, Jeff. It's not bragging when it's truth. Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in North Central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. 
So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there. And the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system, The temperature has evened up throughout the house, there is much lower humidity, and the unit is even generator-friendly if need be. So if you need your AC unit looked at, call Crystal Air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, Cranberry's bringing us back. Um, phones and phones are lit up, as always. Let's go to Mark and see what he's got. What's going on, Mark? Hey. How are you? Good. Of course, as always, you know, I never usually called during the Mullen era. And that's because I was having fun. There was nothing to complain about. It's only fun to call when there's something to complain about, if you know what I mean. What's the point of calling you if I can't complain? Yeah, yeah, surprisingly, we got a lot of calls during that time because people still found a way to complain. Yeah, well, I wasn't complaining. I liked Mullen. I thought he knew the culture. I thought he knew how to win a national championship here in Florida because he'd won two. I thought he knew something. I didn't think he knew how to recruit, and then he proved that. But I, I didn't, I didn't dislike him. But as always, I have all the answers. Everybody's scratching their head what went wrong, including you. And I always say Pat Dooley knows all. So if you don't know, and I know, then obviously there's something going on in the matrix. But here's the reason. First of all. I heard this whole thing about how he was playing to – you know how people play to lose versus play to win? He was playing not to get fired. He was playing for his buyout. That's what I kept hearing, or coaching for his buyout. I heard somebody say that, and that made sense to me because we all knew last year, I think the butterfly effect for Dan Mullen's season wasn't the shoe. It was – when he said that he was interested in the Jets job, and we all knew he was interested in the NFL. And then after the Kentucky When game, did he say like, he was interested in the Jets he, job? He didn't say that verbatim, but he did imply. Uh, and there have been a lot of people. I must have been that off that day. You were, well, you were retired. I, I, you know. Yeah, but still, I don't. I, I, I think that we threw you a big party. His name, his name came up with that job, and I think he probably talked to them, and maybe he was interested. But it it felt like it was a public declaration that I'm interested in that job. But, but yeah, I mean, he was putting a toe in the water, though, and that's when. And after the Kentucky, I think he lost his team because I think he's got that toe in the water again, and he's got his buddy in Jacksonville. 
And there's an article up on CBSSports.com talking about how much he hates his offensive staff and how there's going to be changes made. And I'll be willing to bet. No, he did. He got rid of two of them, yeah. Yeah, so guess who's going to be working in Jacksonville next year? It may well be him. But I don't think that's – I don't think – I'm not buying that argument that he was playing – he was coaching for his buyout because he was going to get his buyout no matter what happened. Well, sure, but this last game – like there were multiple, you mentioned it today on your show and you can't even remember them because it's just so mind boggling and all the things that's gone on. But there were multiple moments in time management on he, Saturday. He coached he scared. Coached yeah. The team to a loss. There are I two mean, ways coached- to coach when you're coaching for your job. One is let it all hang out. The other is coach scared. He coached scared. And I don't know, that was not like Dan Mullen not to go for it third and, uh, or fourth and a, fo- a foot even though they were on their own 30-yard line, that usually is where he would still go for it, not to go for it there at the end of the game, instead counting on overtime. I mean, I, I, I just I think he coached scared in that game. Well, and he had been because he's got a quarterback that can turn the ball over at any yeah. time. Doesn't trust him? And obviously doesn't trust the backup either. Yeah, and he didn't want to recruit. He just he didn't ever want to recruit, but now he had totally just decided I don't want to recruit anymore. And so where where's what's a good job that you can get paid well, but you don't even have to get paid well because you're making twelve million dollars from your old job, and you don't have to recruit, and you might even have more time for your family. Even though, you know, Bill Belich- on Bill Belichick's staff, I hear that's not the case. But you know, yeah, but I don't think staff. I don't think Dan Mullen tanked it. To, to go to the NFL. I don't believe that for one second. It's humiliating to get fired. Do you think his kids right now are happy that he's out of the, no. out of his job at Florida? I don't I don't think that's what happened. I think it happened and he'll probably will end up uh you know, he could end up with uh, Dan up there, but I mean with uh, Irvin up there, but Irvin may not want him. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're they're very close, but uh he may say, "Well, this isn't for the offense that you like to run." Uh, he he's going to get a job somewhere, and the the good thing for him is not only does he get six million up front and then a million a year for six years, he none of it's mitigated. So if he can get a hundred jobs, and he's still fine. Did Saban call him yesterday? That's the big question. Uh, hey, I got an analyst position. He, he may hear I'm losing he may go to the lot. home for wayward boys over there. <laughs> well, I, as always, I had all the answers. Just saying, and. Uh, Good luck. I'm glad you did. Thank you. Appreciate it. Now I've answered everyone's question. There should be no more calls today. Well, there may not be. Thank you, Mark. Okay, great. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Let's go to Rob. So we have one more call anyway. What's going on, Rob? Well, Mark already covered it, so I don't know what to say. Um but anyway, you know, good luck to Dan and his family. You know, it was like a, you know, it was, it was like a seismic shift. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move forward and let's get Mike Leach in here as our coach. Mm. Well, my what wife would quit being a Gator fan forever. I can tell you that. Really? Yeah, she's not a big fan of a guy who talks about uh, players' fat little girlfriends. So, um, oh, she kind of moves. Was word uh, look? Mike. I like Mike. He is a different cat. He's he is uh, funny, uh, but I don't think that bringing Mike Leach. I would like Florida to expand its uh, search list beyond the state of Mississippi. Um, 
<laughs> I don't I don't think that Mike Leach is any more of an answer than Dan Mullen was. Okay. I mean, right. he's well, done a good job you. there, but that's yeah. so did Dan Mullen do a good job at Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, geez, it was kind of a surprise when I heard it, you know, yesterday. And I was wondering if Mr. Strickland, like, had a dream Saturday night. Like, you know, football past, the ghost of football past, the ghost of football present. Well, he could have been delirious because I don't think they get back till 2 or 3 in the morning. But um, but like a Christmas carol. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Woke up. Well, I don't know. I want I want the ghost of Christmas past that one that was winning all those championships before. Yes, that'd be cool. All right, man. Appreciate Peace the call. Three nine two eight two five five wide open phone lines, which is uh, we've been full all day. So if you want to get a call in right now, it's a good time. What we'll do is take a break. We'll come back and um, we will take your calls and we'll talk about some other things that happened over the weekend in college football and of course. Again, I know nobody's calling in ask, talking about Gator basketball. Um, you know, I went to the game Thursday night, and that was they, I thought they played really well, and I was very happy to see them not uh, kind of poop away uh, prosperity. They did a great job there. A big game tonight, playing Cal. If they win, then they get to go play Wednesday, a later game, and we'll have a show Wednesday. So it's all about us having a show. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN. 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play it again, sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. 
As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun, with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night, so let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clearing skies tonight and a northwesterly wind will result in a cool start to Tuesday morning with lows in the mid-40s. Wind chills, though, will likely feel like they're in the 30s at times. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll see highs near 60 despite wall-to-wall sunshine, and the coldest air of the season arrives by Wednesday morning with upper 30s likely in most of North Florida. Slightly warmer by Thanksgiving. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Anybody who tuned into the Cowboys-Chiefs game expecting a shootout, probably disappointed because the over-under was 55 and a half. They didn't come close. Chiefs won 19 to 9. And while it doesn't sound impressive, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I know the offense is going to be there. That defense, I didn't expect that. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. WRUF.com. All right, we are back here for about 15 more minutes. Jeff will be back tomorrow. Let's get as many phone calls in as we can. Stephen, what's going on? Hey, Pat. I appreciate you going solo today. No problem. Um, I've been listening to, you know, your show all day and other shows, uh, podcasts and Steve's show and this, that, and the other, and listen to all the names that uh, everybody is throwing out for uh, the, the next coach, you know, Fickle and, and uh, Cristobal and, and it, it, you know, list goes on and on. And Stoops comes up. Um, do you think he'd be interested? Bob, you talking about Bobby or Mark? Oh, Bobby. Well, I don't know that. I, I do know that um... – you know, it, it has been brought up as if maybe he is interested, but I haven't talked to him. 
I haven't talked to Coach Spurrier, who would know. And uh, but you know, I I think I think Coach Spurrier thinks that Bobby might be interested, but not that he is interested. Um, well, let me ask. Let me expand on that a little bit. Um, if he's interested and would take it, would he get the uh, HBC to do the offense? No. I don't. I, I don't think he would. Um, he might though, but I mean, Steve really doesn't want to be a, a full time coach anymore, and he certainly ain't going to recruit. Um, but he might. He might say, "Hey, you know, let's let's try this. Let's try it with you. All you got to do is coach." And a lot of, and, and, and it might help with recruiting just because he's the coach. Oh, I mean, a lot of those, a lot of the Dan Mullen brought a lot of those kids by to meet Steve Spurrier when he was recruiting. And and there's no doubt it would help recruiting. And I mean, and and I know I'm I'm dreaming, uh, but what happened? You know, what would happen then if he would bring Charlie in to do the defense? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Stoops is known for his defense, but I mean, obviously, you had a defensive coordinator at um, at Oklahoma, and um, God, I can't think of it. Was it Venables there? I think it was. I, I think so. But yeah, wasn't he the one that Florida beat in the national title game? Was it was? I think it was Venables. But um, well, I don't. Yeah, that could happen. I talked to Charlie today about it, you know, and he's just. But we didn't get into specifics about things. Um, we talk a lot about. I mean, he wants to come back to Florida, but obviously, nobody. They're not going to hire him as a head coach, and the reason they won't hire him as a head coach is because he didn't have success in his last two head coaching jobs. And I'm not sure that would be a great hire, but I would think it'd be great to have him on staff here doing a lot of things. And one would be keeping guys in line and one would be motivation and one would be recruiting. So, I, I mean, yeah, you you go to staff with Bobby Stoops, Steve Spurrier, and, and Charlie Strong, that's a pretty good start. And Yeah, and I think that would... Uh, you could bring Zucker yeah. back to be the special teams coach, too. <laughs> Well, we surely need one of those, and but but those three would uh, uh, surely help the recruiting, and and that's obviously what we need. Well, thanks for taking my call, Pat. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean that's another thing. And look, I I'm not blaming Greg Knox, but I think when you're coaching a position and you're coaching special teams, I don't think they put enough emphasis on special teams, and you saw it again Saturday night. You know, the, the the bad punt, but again, that's the punter's fault, but still, it, it happened over and over again. Blocked kicks, missed kicks, uh, missed extra points. You know, Chris Howard did a great job on Saturday night, but then you had a play where the ball hit off of a guy's helmet, Jamarcus Weston, who shouldn't have been there, and it could have been a disaster. Special teams did not affect the game in a positive manner, and I can't think of one game this year where that has. One game. That's not good. David, what's going on? Can you think of one game? I cannot. Uh, Pat, can you tell me who has been Scott Strickland's best hire? Uh, well, it would be Dan Mullen. At least he got he did some good things. I mean, he got to three. I mean, but he's only hired, what, four people total? Well, actually three. He's hired... A, a football coach, a women's basketball coach was a disaster, as we all know. And then a uh, swim coach. And well, I think he, he did he, a good. He, he hired Mike White, too, right? 
No, that was uh, that was a Jeremy hire. Okay. And I, I think Mike White's doing a great job. I look, I'm not going to get into the Mike White bash. I think he's doing a great job. He was doing a great job before. He's doing a great job now. Hopefully, they win tonight, and he keeps doing a great job. But um, well, let me let me just say and just sort of dovetail off what you said at the end of your closing of the last segment uh, about basketball. This team is playing with intensity on defense, and that's something that I, I didn't see last year. Haven't seen that in a couple of years, actually. And you know, they they haven't been shooting all that great, but no, I don't think can, they're a great shooting win. team. Yeah. I, I think you can win games, though, by not letting other people score. You can. And, 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 getting a and lot you'll of win. Yeah, you'll win more games than you lose, and you'll you'll probably win enough to get to be an NCAA tournament team. But offensively, I think it, it'll eventually bite you, but hopefully, it, you know, you get into the tournament and you just start making shots. But uh, they don't seem like they're, like, especially at the start of games. They really shoot it badly, and then they kind of pick it up as the game goes along. I mean, he had nine well, three-pointers made in the last game, in the third, in the second half. Yeah, I think it was all in the last ten minutes or so. But yeah, did uh, and um, the thing is kind of impressive, and I think will help them on the long run is that they just they start all seniors or graduate students. Yeah. I mean, this is a mature group. Um, it's not like last year when you had a bunch of guys that were out for their for themselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a different team, and I I think that'll that that really will make a difference. Hopefully, it will. Let's uh, let's take our last break here, David. Thanks for the call. Uh, we'll take our last break. We got to get one more in before we go. Uh, come back, uh, Alex. I promise on the other side I will get to you. Uh, but we got to get a break in here. You're listening to the Tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8:50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Reed Green. Florida takes on Florida State on Saturday, with the winner becoming bowl eligible. Interim head coach Greg Knox said that they are not changing quarterback for Saturday's game. Knox did add that if Anthony Richardson is healthy, he will play in the game. The 23rd ranked Gators men's basketball team takes on Cal tonight in Fort Myers. You can catch coverage here starting at 7.55. Two Gators volleyball players earn weekly SEC honors. Ellie McKissick was awarded Defensive Player of the Week, and Marley Monserez was awarded the Setter of the Week. The Tampa Bay Bucks look to extend their lead in the NFC South when they host the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ray Green. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here 
Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry. If you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center details. IDC's taking Black Friday weekend to a whole new level this year with free Yeti coolers, free Tory Birch Bag, and free PGA Tour merchandise. That's right. When you buy anything at IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend just $249 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a free Yeti Sidekick Dry Gear Case or a $50 IDC gift card. Spend $999, and we'll give you a free Carter Sellers bottle of wine or a $200 IDC gift card. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a Tory Birch bag or a Dyson Supersonic hair dryer? Yours free when you spend $1,999 this weekend. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you will walk away with an $800 gift card to the PGA Tour Superstore. An $800 PGA shopping spree. It's this weekend only. Buy her holiday jewelry and get one of the year's most popular gifts free only at International Diamond Center. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't be a turkey this Thanksgiving and make your family and friends watch your old TV. Let the pros at Electronics World get you ready for the parades and football games with a new Sony TV or a home theater room with enhanced sound and seating to optimize the viewing experience for you and your holiday guests. For less than you might think, from design to installation, you can count on the pros at EW. To find out more, visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. The Florida Gators are in the market for a new head football coach. Keep it locked here for the latest as Scott Strickland looks for the newest field general to lead the Orange and Blue. Well, we want to take the time we need to get the right coach, but we're going to move as quickly as we can. We're going to use every available resource at our disposal. From sports scene with Steve Russell to the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, we have you covered. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, just a few minutes left, about three to be exact. Let's get Alex on here. What's going on, Alex? How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, Pat? Not much. Um, okay, I know it's got to be quick, so just a couple things. Number one, I did buy a foursome in your uh, tournament years ago are you gonna have it this year absolutely we just haven't settled on a date but we're gonna do that this week is it is it gonna be an ironwood yes okay 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 number two does bob stoop still own a, a condo at crescent beach yes yes okay yeah and, and, and actually i think now like spurrier is selling his house at crescent yeah, beach and he's 
he's building a new house down near Flagler, and I think Stoops is building another one right next to him. So you know, what? Honestly, what do you? Okay. Ever since Zook was fired, we have been dealing with the Bob Stoops, you know, dance. What do you think the chances are? I mean, I think Luke Fickle. When I look at it objectively, when I look at the top candidates at Florida, you know, for the Florida jobs, as every media outlet has that, Luke Fickle looks like a very good coach. He's a very good coach, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, he's getting ready to go to the Big 12, which will be easier to win than the SEC. Um, And when he's willing to live, you know, move away from Ohio, come down here. Yeah. And in three years, be have everybody wanting you fired again. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not a job for everybody, but it's a job that it's still a great job. I mean, it is one of the top 10 jobs in college football, but it's a tough job and you've got to have a thick skin. It is, it is a pressure cooker job. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, whatever. We just got to have faith in Scott Strickland that he can hire somebody that's going to lead us in the right direction to go from there. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, that's where I am. I mean, I don't have a great answer for the question of who to hire. I'm just going to wait and see what he does, and then we'll respond to it from that point. But if they're letting me make the hire, maybe, maybe that'd be different, you know. Or they're letting you, Alex, make the hire. Yeah, that, that would be different. Who would you hire? If Bob Stoops was interested, I'd hire him. If he if he wasn't interested, I don't know. I really, I I would lean towards Billy Napier. I think he's doing things the right way out there, but again, he hasn't coached at that high level as a head coach, so it's that, kind of a risk. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a risk, and I'm not sure you've upgraded if you hire Billy Napier. You know, exactly. Thanks well, for the. Thanks, Appreciate it, Alex. We appreciate all the calls that made this an easy day. It was stealing money today. Believe me. Uh, thanks so much to everybody, even to to uh, the great uh, Drew Copeland for calling in. By the way, go watch, check out my podcast. Uh, Noah Brindice and Doug Johnson are on it. It's, it's really good. We had a great time on it uh, as well. And a lot of good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow, Jeff and I. Until then, Pat Dooley, deep way back. I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron.